Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish this week's plot so far is by Nick Donald. Ohio Grant and Marcus Peabody <laughs> vanished like midnight smoke. Meanwhile, Rafe Dix drove his bus onto the motorway into an unexpected traffic jam. His passengers were three typically atypical school teachers, complete with moustache, cape and not half-moon spectacles, and 18 school kids. Rafe had known these children for less than three only hours, mm. but already knew that they were assholes. Mm-hmm. He was quickly proven right when a water balloon full of bladder water hit him in the head. Rafe, now both pissed off and pissed on, decided that nudity and profanity were the most appropriate response. So we had a message from Gareth Preston, mm-hmm. who said, loved the first episode, but, but oh. I'm a bit... Get con- away! <laughs> no, listen, Rubbish. listen, it's okay. okay. I'm a bit confused who the main protagonist is. Right. I had assumed it was Rafe Dix, but it felt towards the end that the narrative was moving towards the kids. So is it more of an ensemble piece? That's a very good question, yes, Gareth Yes, we Preston. thought so. Very yes. important to ask. And the answer is there is no central character, right? Yes. It is. It's like groups. We're going to move between groups of children and see what they're up to. Yeah, like vignettes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, don't look for a main character. You will be confused. Just uh, enjoy each short section and the kids that it focuses on. Yep. Uh, I mean, well, actually, I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm suspicious of those twins, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. Maybe one of those is going to be the protagonist. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, whichever one is in drag yeah. <laughs> will almost certainly turn out to be yeah. the, the protagonist. Yeah, OK. All right, let's get on with it, shall we? Yes, please. Chapter two, journey. Really? Aren't they already on the journey? What was the first chapter? No, oh, they traffic jam, because they weren't jam. moving. So although it was the journey, it wasn't the journey. Tom thoroughly sympathised with the driver. The twins had to be the worst of class, but they'd never done anything that disgusting before. He also partly blamed Ms Stone for not letting Carlos, son of... Okay, hang on. Yeah, go on. Is it son of Kalal? Okay, so kryptonite. Well, I think it says son of Prince Gregor at Lorraine, heir to the throne of Workshy-Fop. Workshy-Fop. Okay, these are jokes. Okay, so I've got to work out... This is being written... This is being written phonetically. Works... I mean, it's like W-Y-R-K, work, shy, S-H-I, fop. So he blamed Ms. Stone for not letting Carlos get off the bus. Um, as Tom thought these thoughts, he watched Rafe splashing about in the conveniently placed river. Okay, so <laughs> Rafe's driving a bus stop full of rich kids, right? One of the rich kids throws a, a, a balloon full of he's piss driving. at him. And he, like, runs, he rips his clothes off, yeah. shouts sweary words at the kids and jumps in a river that's right next to them. That's what right, happened. Yeah, right next to a motorway. Because you always get rivers right next to the motorway yeah. when you tr- drive in your bus full of millionaire children. Yeah. Like, <laughs> couldn't, 
Could we could we maybe get one of the buses with the toilet on for the no. millionaire children? No, no, no toilets no, no, for the no. children of millionaire children. No, no, that's not a thing. But you can. I mean, sometimes there's a river next to a motorway, but it's often quite difficult to get to it. It doesn't mean you can just. It's not like just so accessible that you can just leap off the bus and into a river. Yeah, no, that's what <laughs> motorways. I mean, not... Motorways go over rivers, you know. Like that's quite often, if you drive drive down a road, motorway there's a bridge, and so maybe they're just parked on the bridge. That's what he's, he's done. Jumped off jumped a bridge into bridge. a river. Okay, conveniently placed river. That's another thing that, like, when you don't plan, like, like this, when you're a kid writing, you and you know this is the like the crappiest way to deal with it. He's got to watch. He's run off the bus to wash himself. You're like, oh, hang on, he's on a motorway. Mm. Where's he going to wash himself? Oh no, a conveniently placed river. Yes. Oh, isn't it funny how that river just happened to be there when I put it there? <laughs> <laughs> wow, so convenient. Um, which they had found near the motorway, just over a bank. <laughs> okay, so this is they've they've, they've this I think is a bit they're later. all there. Yeah, I think they're all there. But they've all got off the bus and they've all gone over the bank. Over the bank, yeah, yeah, yeah in that west. Yeah, and, uh, and found mm. found a conveniently placed river. Thank mm. goodness, because otherwise they're just walking into mm. the fucking fields. Or Not something. that convenient, is it? You've got to climb over a fucking <laughs> nat west to get to a river. <laughs> it sounds difficult. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Just over that nat west. Oh. Give us a ladder. Yeah, get, oh, here's a grappling hook. Yeah, here's the conveniently placed grappling hook. <laughs> Yeah. The inconveniently placed river, which is behind a fucking yeah. high street yeah. shop. But fortunately, there's some conveniently placed crampons and like yeah. harnesses so they yeah. can climb over it. I don't know how you care, how you cope. Are they always that bad? Um, yes. Indeed, replied Tom. Why do you do it? It's all I know. I couldn't do another job now if I tried. I'm stuck as a teacher to gifted... Monsters. Oh. Gifted. They're gifted as well as rich. Rich gifted. Well, I mean, you know, same difference, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, gifted means They've clever. Been gifted loads of cash. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not what gifted means, but yeah, sure. To gifted monsters. Poor sod. I know I am. <laughs> uh, okay, so maybe there's some poor people there as well that, like, um, are really clever. But that's why uh, that's why it rammed on about how much money Carlos has yeah, got. Yeah. Carl, Carlos. 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 Um, yeah, Carlos has got a load of money. Um, no, and that's and actually loads of cars. Yeah, your idea of rich is a kind of Colville level uh, level of rich, which is not that rich, maybe. No, so, he's got the prince to the heir of the throne of the Workshire Fop, oh, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, but but maybe maybe uh, you know Workshire Fop. Maybe that is a made up place. For <laughs> well, no, it's definitely a made up place. But in the story as well, okay. he's not. He's just what he calls himself. Mm-hmm. Actually, like they're all really poor yeah. um, and. What's his name? Oh, Carlos. Carlos is the richest of the lot, but he's still not rich enough to have a car. Yeah, or a toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're on this crappy bus. Yeah, I mean, rich people don't piss in balloons, do they? No. Well, I don't know. They do, but they don't. They don't have to. <laughs> they, they choose to. Okay. Right, yeah. And then throw it at poor people, probably. Yes. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. The poor bus driver. This is just a regular, oh, regular day for rich people. Balloon throw it at the poor man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just normal. Back on the bus, everyone was waiting impatiently. The traffic jam had started to move very slightly and cars were overtaking the unmoving bus. Sara had had uh, balloons confiscated. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Euphemism time. Sara had had her balloons confiscated. Oh, yeah, come on. Uh, I'll confiscate them off her. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to confiscate your balloons. Give me a balloon. <laughs> Get them out. My dad says you're not allowed to do that anymore. Well, I am. You should show. I need to take all the girls' balloons, actually. <laughs> all right, so she'd had her balloons confiscated mm. and everyone... 
had been allowed off. Well, Mrs Stone will be able to t- tell the difference between Sar and Cara now, won't she? <laughs> One of them hasn't got balloons anymore. <laughs> OK, so uh, all of them have been allowed off to go and relieve themselves. So they've all gone and pissed <laughs> off the bank. Wanked off. <laughs> against That's the really bank, a yeah. sexual relief. OK, now I think when you say relieve yourself, usually that does mean weeing. If you say, excuse me, I'm going to relieve myself, I don't assume you're going to go for a wank. Yeah, but if like um, the teacher's just got Sarah's balloons out, oh. I might go for a wank. Okay, well, well, make your own mind up, listener, what happened. Um, Rafe sat down at the wheel, closed the bus door, and started up the engine. At the back of the bus, the children were discussing recent events. Uh, the ages of the 18 children varied greatly. Because that's what happens at school, isn't it? No, but greatly, though. Like Some of them were six, that's the youngest we know, and some of them were, like, 59. <laughs> <laughs> that would be greatly, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's a big variety in those children's ages, yeah. yeah. The 59-year-old child <laughs> yeah. was Mr. playing with a yo-yo. Mr. Fluck. <laughs> oh, come on, get your balloons out, Cara. <laughs> now, from the youngest of six being Carlos mm. to the oldest of 14 who was called Jenny because she's physically mature and oh, yeah, she's she the is, one with boobs yeah well, Jenny I mean, like, I mean sorry used to have boobs until they confiscated them <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why it doesn't say it in her character mm. listing because right in the right at the beginning she gets her boobs confiscated mm. alright so Jenny was a good looking girl mm. beautiful many had said <laughs> she was quite tall with mm. long black hair mm-hmm. which her friends of the same age envied her for because it was wonderful. Because they were all bald. <laughs> yeah, no, because... You've got was... hair. It's so <laughs> sexy. Uh, no, because it was wonderful hair, that's why. Because <laughs> it was wonderful hair. They envied her for her hair because it was wonderful hair. <laughs> With never a spot of dandruff or dirt. <laughs> right, so basically... <laughs> The other kids have got hair, but it's like filthy. <laughs> like loads of da- dandruff. Like chips it looks and spiders yeah, yeah. around it. Like it looks great because of all the dandruff <laughs> yeah. coming out of it. If they, if you d- never ask a kid a question in case the answer is no, right? Because if it is, they shake their head and it's like it's snowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. Also, let's not forget when you wrote this, you were thirteen or younger. Mm-hmm. All right. So a fourteen-year-old to you was an older woman. So this is mm-hmm. a, this is why it's okay that this is a, like see, like it's all about how beautiful she was because for you. So it's okay for me to fancy her now. No, no, it's not okay for you. To, it's, like, it's okay for you to write this when you're twelve or thirteen. Yeah. But it's not for you. Not okay for you to agree that she's beautiful now. You're a, an eighty-year-old man. Yeah, <laughs> but, but in the mind of a child, it's okay. Yeah. That this forty hot fourteen-year-old with massive knocks has got yeah, it's, has it's, uses, just not, it's uses not okay. head and shoulders. Right? Yeah, it's not okay for you to appreciate it now. Right. <laughs> she had green eyes. Not a common feature these days. These days. Like in the past, everyone had green eyes, but these days it's just Jenny. Just Jenny walking around with her weird green eyes. She's got typical green eyes that are unique, because not many people have them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which added to her beauty. Oh, she's hot. Being unusual makes you beautiful. She hasn't, also, mentioned, she she hasn't mentioned her boobs yet. <laughs> no. no, but I'm sure it will. Uh, but no, the, what you're establishing here is that having unusual features makes yeah. you beautiful. Yeah. Right? She also had a couple of strawberries growing out of her head. <laughs> <laughs> and no one else had that, which only served to add to her beauty. If she went to the doctor, he'd tell her to put some cream on there. <laughs> it's a Tommy, Tommy, uh, Tommy Cooper joke, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Okay, so we've met Jenny, the physically advantageous yeah. Jenny. Was she physically you... what? <laughs> And when you say met, you yeah. mean described the appearance of, yeah. yeah. So we've described the physical <laughs> attributes of Jenny. <laughs> yes. But now let's meet some of the boys on the bus and see what they're thinking about. 
on this bus with a hot and pivot woman on it. What could they be thinking about? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so we're going to meet two boys called Derek and Marcus. So, Derek. Derek's one of the kids who needs a voice. I mean, these kids are not all going to have high-pitched voices because I can't do that many high-pitched Morning, voices. Derek. All right, so her nose is the most perfect one in the world. And the way her cheeks are set... Set. ...are a wonder to behold. Sounds like something like... like- They've moulded them out of clay and baked them. And yeah, well, in the next, you're going you're to find out in the next paragraph that um, Jenny is made out of clay and uh, she's been baked. So, uh, so you're right. <laughs> <laughs> she is well baked, <laughs> says uh, Derek. Now he's writing this, by the way. Um, so, uh, wanted to behold, wrote Derek. He loved Jenny and wanted to marry her. We know that from the character. Mm. You know, straight in with quick writer. What's this character? Okay, he loves Jenny and wants to marry her. He loved Jenny and wanted that's to marry her. That's over then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Nothing left to say about that guy. However, he was only 12. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and was spotty with glasses. Which oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, to which played by you, that, oh, you big spotty glassy bastard. I haven't got spots anymore. No, I've got spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're spotty, I've got glasses, so we should both play him. Okay. He was spotty and had glasses, although it is showing a bit of a prejudice for you. Like basically, you're, if you're writing this age 12, you probably are basing him on me. <laughs> ah. Derek. Yeah, you were a spotty four-eyed git, weren't you? Like, yeah. fancied that black-haired, green-eyed, um, big-titted girl. girl. called Jenny, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's it. That is what I was. However, he was only 12 and was spotty with glasses, which rather counted against him. Yeah. Mostly the age 12 thing counts against you if you want to get married because yeah, it's, yeah. not, it's not legal. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That is mainly what was happening. If, if you go them. up in front of a magistrate and, they, and, they, and they're marrying people and they go like, um, I'm sorry, you've got glasses and spots, <laughs> can't marry you. <laughs> you've got, uh, it's against the law. Mm. Uh, oh, and you're 12. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's yeah, less yeah. important, but it still counts. So, yeah, it's counts against him because she liked handsome men. Uh, handsome me- men is the word that's important there. She liked men, not men. not twelve-year-old boys. Yeah, oh, but handsome men, <laughs> and didn't much care for glasses, <laughs> unless they had milk in. <laughs> and his glasses did not have milk in because if they did, he wouldn't be able to see anything. Yeah. He had tried putting milk in his glasses once, but it didn't work. <laughs> Derek was determined to get contact lenses. <laughs> <laughs> problem solving this is, you see, yeah, this is what yeah, you're doing yeah. you're writing uh, solving the problem Derek was an ugly spotty twat yeah. but if he got contact lenses Jenny might do him <laughs> yeah that's what you were thinking about you were trying to send me a message you were like dear Rufus maybe if you got contact lenses then girls would like you more yeah and you thought I'll read this and then I'll go hey yeah I sh- I'm like Derek I should get contact lenses yeah why haven't you got contact lenses well I did get contact lenses, and um, they made me go blind in my right eye. So, oh, yeah, I remember. You know, I thought, maybe I'll stop wearing contact lenses. Now I've only got one workable eye left. Mm. But to be honest, when I got contact lenses, I did see a lot more action. Did you? <laughs> totally, yeah. Yeah, it was quite a big difference. Is it weird without glasses, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I was surprised. It was like very much a kind of... Like, only because I see you in glasses all the yeah, time. No, no, I, like I think the I see proof anyway. That proves I'm correct. As you a, are totally As a 12 correct, straight yeah. 13-year-old child, I was correct that girls... <laughs> Like men without, without glasses, glasses and yeah, without given a, spots that are given men. A ch- given a choice between me with glasses and me without glasses, yeah. people seem to prefer me without glasses. Yeah. Women don't want to date a 12 year old <laughs> with, with glasses spots and, and glasses. Spots, yeah. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right about that, yeah. And nor do 14 year old hot and boobed women. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't know she's boobed. 
No, she's just mature physically. Uh, that might, might mean, mean her hair. Uh, that might mean she's wrinkled. She's got like a wrinkled <laughs> old face. Yeah. Like grey hair, yeah. I reckon that's what it means. M- mature physically, she's got more hair than everyone else because she's been alive longer and so it's okay. got longer. Okay, so she's, they've all got like really short like, crew cuts and yeah. she's got tons of it. She's taken up like 12 seats with all her hair. Okay, so Derek was determined to get contact lenses. He also wanted to grow a foot. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like she doesn't like men without legs either, does she? She fucking no, hates... He's got legs, he's just got no feet. Okay. He's just got the stumps, yeah. She he's got, I'm, I'm going to grow a foot. <laughs> she doesn't like pirates. <laughs> yeah, no, it says grow a foot or so. As... Jenny also liked her men tall. With feet. Um, Marcus. All right, so he's Marcus Peabody, right? What are you writing? Asked Marcus, who was Derek's best friend and of the same age. A poem all about Jenny, he whispered back. I love her. Mm-hmm. So I'd noticed. I mean, you only never stop talking about her. You only never stop talking about her. That's yeah, weird. that's right. You only never stop talking about her. You only never stop talking about her. And have got I Heart Jenny written all over your pencil case. It's an obsession. Very bold move of him, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's not admit that he loves her. He's uh, very open about it, but um, she doesn't care because all she can see is his glasses and that foot that he's missing. Yeah. (laughs) Your life is being ruled by someone who won't even spare the time of day to talk to you. Um, all right. I'm just going to have to say what it seems to say. What a wonderful way to be led. What a wonderful way to be led by such a beauty as her... Such a, such a, such a... Git? No, a princess of... Nothing. She's a princess of nothing, Marcus interrupted again. Which is probably true, because she's not the princess of, like, lazy Gitland or whatever, <laughs> whatever that six-year-old yeah. is prince of. Yeah. All right. Unless she's of his sister. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, she is a princess. And you're her prince, I suppose. Well, I'd like to be. She doesn't pay you the slightest bit of attention. Yes. (laughs) Then forget about her. Think of something else. Something more interesting. Like your hair, for example. Like, what? look at your hair. It's overlapping. (laughs) Doesn't that upset you? Well, maybe you'd like to eat my skeleton. (laughs) Would you like to eat my... Maybe we could go to the Arctic and you could eat my skeleton. What do you say? Uh, Um, I'm not that bothered about my hair overlapping, to be honest. Fine, I'm going to find someone who is. Oh, hiya. How are you feeling about your hair? Very good. Um, Okay, because it is Marcus Peabody as a child. This is a prequel to uh, Midnight Smoke. I think of something else, something more interesting. But there is nothing more interesting than her, for she lights up, um, um, Shut up, said Marcus, as he held his hand over his friend's mouth. I don't want to hear. He's going to kill him. He is going to... <laughs> right at the back, the back seats... There were five people seated. Brilliant. A waiter was giving them a menu. (laughs) Now, Jenny was amongst these. She was talking to Nigel. Nigel was short also, but he was good looking Mm. and wore no glasses. Yay. (laughs) You're such a racist. (laughs) Such a glasses racist. I hate you. And also, I mean, I was your main friend with glasses, right? I mean, who else did you know with glasses? This is just you going, Rufus is an ugly git. I don't wear glasses. Most people Girls didn't wear glasses, right? I mean, most people did. Didn't, right? No, most people didn't. Yeah, it was rare. Yeah, so 
Nigel's not alone in not wearing glasses. No, he's not the only one. But he's good looking as well. Just you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Derek, everyone else is fine. Mm. But Nigel's short, but he's good looking and wears no glasses, so two out of three, not too bad. He was attempting to grow a moustache. <laughs> what, there and there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And fa- he, wants to, he wants to become headmaster. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, now, um, he was attempting to grow a moustache and fancied, not loved, fancied Jenny. He was a flirt. Although it looks like it says he was a flint, so maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, he was a flirt and had an arm around... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah, a flat yeah. and arm. And another arm. Oh, and, and two feet. He's got the yeah, feet. Yeah. He's got all the, all the relevant bits. Absolutely. He was short, but he had the right number of feet. He had an arm around Jenny. And the other around Amy, <gasps> who happened to be seated on the other side of him. No, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who was on a different bus. Yeah. He'd given her his arm. <laughs> That's he, why he's got an arm. Yeah. yeah. Here, take his, this. His other arm was with Amy somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> These were the girls he liked best. Mm-hmm. Jenny, 14, and Amy, 12. He himself was 13. Oh, yeah. Sandwich. (laughs) All right, so I need a voice for Nigel. Nigel Nigel Planer, then. Hey, Wayne, we are brothers. Even though our mothers were different, they were the same. Though, really, my dad's teaching me to drive. (laughs) He was also a liar. (laughs) Amy. She's Scottish, because Amy Fund. You're too young, exclaimed Amy. I'm 13. You've got to be 17. So, everyone thinks I am 17, Wayne. Right, Jenny. That's a matter of opinion, suggested Jenny. Suggested. That's a matter of opinion, suggested Jenny. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a matter of opinion, isn't it? <laughs> um, it's true. I've even got a car of my own. Uh, really? asked Amy, her... her... urses widening... <laughs> Her urses? I think it says eyes, okay. but I mean, it totally doesn't. Look at that. Yeah, look, her eyes. Urses. Her urses widening. Really? asked Amy, her urses widening. Of course. What type is it then? said a less enthusiastic Jenny. Um, it's uh, a Porsche. So he has got cars, so Carlos hasn't got cars and he's got cars. Car- well, that's why his name's not Carlos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've all got cars, <laughs> yeah. except Carlos, mm. who's super rich but isn't allowed cars. Apart from all those cars. <laughs> yeah, in trust. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, what else would do? Jenny uttered, unimpressed. <laughs> Whoa, exclaimed Amy. That's great. <laughs> she said as she moved closer to Nigel. She means it. <laughs> Whoa, said, exclaimed, exclaimed Amy. That's great. It's getting quite hot. Yeah. Getting quite she dry. moved closer to Nigel. Oh, yeah. And I've got a specially tilt... <laughs> uh, I thought it said specially tilted engine. <laughs> What's a specially tilted engine, Nigel? It keeps falling out, man. <laughs> says fitted. Um, a specially fitted engine. Brilliant. And I've got a specially fitted engine. Mm. Like, oh, all cars have a specially <laughs> fitted engine. Like, otherwise they don't go anywhere. <laughs> like, the engines don't end up in there by accident, you know. They put them in there. Just dropped in. I was driving my car around and an engine dropped in mm. and now it works. And I've got a specially fitted engine so I can race it at Silverstone. Hmm. How can you race if you're only just learning? Um, oh, um, Nigel couldn't think of an answer in time. (laughs) You lying rat! Before Amy says you lying rat. Oh, right. Shouted Amy. 
so she's got like a time limit on, Basically, on when she believes people or not. Yeah, if you pause after mm. saying I've got a Porsche, then she's like she doesn't believe you anymore. Yeah. But as long as you don't pause, she's up for you. You know, mm. she's all like, oh Porsche, nice, okay, oh pause, okay, I hate you. Maybe I mean it says oh um Nigel couldn't think of an answer in time, so maybe he paused for like ten minutes. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, okay. He's like oh um. Uh, um, um. And then he went silent. She sat there quietly. She's looking at her watch, mm. going, "I'm really going off this guy. I'm probably not going to sleep with him. If if it, if it gets up to seven minutes, I'm probably not going to sleep with him." Um, you lying rat! Shouted Amy. Everyone turned to look at them except Rafe, who was busy driving. <laughs> 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 Brilliant. Everyone turned to look at him except the driver who was driving. Everyone. Um, How do they hear? What do they know? How I think she know? shouted big time. I'm on the bus. If they, someone shouts loud at the back of the oh, bus, okay. then you will hear them, right? Amy got up and stormed off to sit next to someone else. Mm-hmm. You really know how to upset people, don't you? Spat Jenny as she pushed him away from her and over towards Buck and Catherine. Buck and Catherine. Buck and Catherine. Buck. What? All I did was tell a little white lie. So, us women get upset at everything stupid. (laughs) 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 We're women. (laughs) We're women and we like getting annoyed at Yeah, I guess she's trying to be sarcastic. I mean, I guess guess you're writing it as sarcasm, but it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like she's literally saying, yeah, well, well, are you surprised? I'm a woman and we get upset (laughs) at really dumb things all the time. But, I mean, from the... Way you've written it so far, that that seems that seems like that would be out of out of the style of it. It's, I think she's meant to be sarcastic. She so Jenny then turned to look out of the window and paid Nigel no attention at all. Nigel looked at Buck. All right, so it looks like Nigel. Uh, sorry, Buck is an intellectual. Any thoughts? Yes, he should speak quite a lot, shouldn't we? Okay. Me and Catherine were discussing astrophysics. Are you interested? Nigel sighed and got up to find a new seat. Mm. Oh well, some other time then, Buck shouted after him, before returning to the thoroughly enthralling conversation. Enthralling, I suppose. What an idiot talking about clever things. <laughs> With stupid Catherine, who's probably got glasses on. Oh, yes, <laughs> the back is. of the bus. The back of the bus, basically, you've got three kids having a weird threesome until one of them tells a lie, and then the other two get annoyed because they're stupid women. And on the other side of the five <laughs> seats, you've got two people talking about astrophysics because that's a word you've heard, and it sounds, a, <laughs> sounds like what intelligent people talk about. Oh, and what, what idiots. <laughs> Glasses-wearing idiots. They aren't boning each other at the back of the bus. <laughs> Talking about astrophysics. So that's all they can do because their stupid glasses get in the way of anything else. So Nigel failed with those two girls he was trying to get it on with at the back of the bus. <laughs> so he's given up. He's walking up the bus to go and sit with someone else. Yep. But halfway there, there's an obstruction, someone in his way. It's Tommy. Get off the floor, said Nigel as he stepped over Tommy, who was clad in full war dress and was crawling along the aisle with a grenade in his mouth. <laughs> All right, things have taken a weird turn. All right. Wow. I mean, it's Nigel still. He's just got off of the back of this bus that's <laughs> going to the seaside with a load of kids. And uh, now there's a soldier crawling along with a grenade in his mouth. And that's difficult, right? Because grenades are big, like, egg-shaped things. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've got to have a pretty big mouth to hold one of them. Thanks, also, why would you do that? probably holding a pin in his that's mouth. That's dangerous so, like, yeah. if the, the weight of the grenade comes off. I mean, no one's ever held a grenade in their mouth until this story. That has never happened in any I situation. Know, Arnold Schwarzenegger probably puts them in his mouth. I'm sure he? they pull the pin with their mouth, but no one right. holds them with them. And they're massive things. Yeah, they're pretty big. 
Um, anyway, so um, Tommy, uh, not Tom, because that's the teacher, but Tommy. Yeah, uh, that's what Tom, the teacher, calls himself when he's in his <laughs> army gear crawling on the floors. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so Tom the teacher has uh, he's got so bored with this stupid bus journey to idiot seaside yeah. that he's put his war dress on, and war dress as well, so it's not soldier costume, it's not fatigues. It's a dress, he's, isn't it? He's got, he's got like, like fully, he's got feathers in his hair and oh, stuff. Oh, that's a war dress. <laughs> or he's wearing a dress with war written on it. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy stood up and went to sit back with Daniel and Brent. Jesus Christ. You sh- 18 children. That's what you went. Oh, how many children shall I have? I know, I'll have 18. They can all have names and they can all have a part in this. <laughs> because one day, 20 years later, I'm hoping that Rufus will have to read this. It'll be really difficult for him. <laughs> He's only got five voices he can do. <laughs> all right, so Tommy stood up and went to sit back with Daniel and Brent. Brent was talking about the bus with Daniel. Yeah, brilliant. Great conversation. Good scene. <laughs> it's got wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like wheels. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, Brent. Okay, Scottish, Irish, and Welsh. Can't do this Welsh. should be fun. So we'll do. Yeah, you can't um, do Scottish or Irish either. Don't worry about <laughs> I can do something passively vaguely recognisable. Yeah, that's why that's why your Welsh is going to be really fun. Uh, you might just be really I can't good at Welsh. What Irish I mean, like. you, you don't know what a Welsh accent sounds like. You've only heard mine, so you probably think you can't do Welsh because you can't do what I do. But what you do might actually be Welsh. I can do Welsh. what you do. <laughs> I can do exactly what you do. That's do what that I mean. Then. I can't do Welsh. <laughs> All right. So you'd think they could afford to hire a decent bus, if not buy one. I mean, look at it. It's crap. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. seats are torn. There's litter all on the floor. He and, said, and as, no he, toilet, yeah. as he pointed to something he had thrown there earlier. Ah. Good joke. And you think they could afford more than one TV? Oh, hi, Tom. Did you complete your mission? Tom. It's Tom now, so he's not even Tommy. He's just, Tommy. Just two characters. You can't write a story where there's not two characters who have the same name. <laughs> <laughs> at least. At least two with the same name somewhere. Yeah. All right, so Tom. Will. I got, <laughs> I got spotted. <laughs> I got spotted by an enemy agent. Well, to be expected, really. I mean, your forest camouflage doesn't really tally very well with the rest of the bus. Like I said before, <laughs> turning into Terry Wogan, bright orange <laughs> and brown is a really disgusting arrangement. Yes, you could be right there. <laughs> I am. So then, how's your new book coming along? Asked Tommy. Not very well. I can't seem to find any inspiration. And it's a novel, Brent corrected him. It's not a book, it's a novel. Yeah. Okay. That is the same thing. Like, <laughs> novel is a type of book. I did not say, how's your recipe book coming along? Who's the author here? We know the difference between a book and a novel. I think, I think you need to look it up in the dictionary. What's a dictionary? You could write it about the army. A war story. It's been done too many times before. What do you think? Dan Z, Tommy asked Daniel. Well, you could do an animal story. They're always good. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> it could be about a princess bunny rabbit. <laughs> yeah, can you just not ask you? <laughs> what about three squirrels? <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. About a pie. And like, you know, they'll really like each other and talk about friendship. Oh no, why did we ask Danzy? <laughs> okay. But it's hardly original, is it? Original. Marcus, who happened to be sat behind the threesome with Derek, leaned over the seat. I have a suggestion, mm. he remarked. <laughs> mm. Oh yes, inquired Brent, who was very interested. I'd appreciate someone older's suggestions. 
Well, said Marcus very seriously, you could, you could, he started to laugh, you could write about the state of present-day buses. Marcus screamed with laughter and fell on the floor. <laughs> <That's a bit. laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the three of them and Derek stared at him. Marcus continued to scream with laughter. By now, several others were watching him. Marcus looked up, still laughing, and saw everyone staring. Call me an ambulance, he said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laughing. Something terrible's happening to me. Please help. They all stared at him and thought he was an idiot. No, he's sorry, he said, as he stood up, still laughing. Bad joke, he offered as way of explanation. Sorry, he said again, as he seated himself back down next to Derek. <laughs> Elsewhere on the bus, Claire and Paul were having a game of travel ludo. Well, this is going to be good because you're going to describe it. Claire rolled a six. (laughs) She moved six spaces and then... uh, She reaches a door. (laughs) Ha, I win, she said as she moved the last piece into place. I need another female. Northern. You like like chip butties, me? I like chip butties. (laughs) (laughs) Coming in my mouth. What they doing in my mouth? Who put the chip bottles there? Great, said Paul. Now what? I'm going to read. <laughs> um, Alison and Anne uh, sat behind these two. Alison and Anne were two totally different people. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. And not like even Siamese twins. But like, does that mean that like so far people haven't been? <laughs> They're just actually all personalities in one person's head. Yeah, there's yeah. just this crazy bus driver <laughs> who's lots of children. Yeah, he's a crazy bus driver, and there's two real kids on his mm. bus, and he's up the front having a conversation with himself. They're terrified because he's captured yeah. them. Yeah, and this crazy man. They, they tried to escape by throwing a, bu- a balloon full of piss at him, but he yeah. just incorporated it into his delusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, they were two totally different people. While Anne was a loud-mouthed cow, Alison was a very quiet and timid girl who was terribly shy and not very good at meeting new people. OK, then you don't need to put a weird voice then, do you? You just need to do Don and Noble for the loud-mouthed one and then just a timid, timid voice in comparison. Oh, I've right. my timid one. I know. All right, so... Oh, Joshua! So, <laughs> so uh, Anne says, I'm a temp before everything. Yes. <laughs> oh, fucking temp! Right, and... and uh, and the other one sounds nervous. <laughs> that one. Yeah. So you're not very good at meeting new people. Um, not that Anne was too good. She would have only known them for a short time before she spread it across the room that this person had constipation. <laughs> so that's just her habit. Every time she meets anyone new, she's like, I've got fucking constipation. <laughs> Doctor Who. Yeah. Just looking, no, at I'm a watch, temp. looking at her watch, waiting for two <laughs> minutes. Two minutes have passed. I've got fucking constipation, Doctor Who. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. What, what? What's up with you? The somewhat ugly Anne asked Alison. The somewhat ugly Anne. That's, oh, yeah. that's not how you write stories, is it? It's how I write. Yeah, I okay. don't know. Absolutely, it is how you. You've got proof right in your hand there. That's true. Feel sick, whispered Alison back. Oh, fucking temp, Miss Miss Stone. <laughs> Alison's going to be sick. Sick, screamed Sarah. Puke, screamed Kara. I bet there'll be carrots, shouted Sarah. Mm-hmm. Cool. There's always carrots. Um, oh, fucking temp. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be crude, yelled Anne. There always are, 
cried Kara. Shut up, all of you, shouted Jenny from the back. Just because you've got a birthmark on your backside, which is a sign of strength, doesn't mean you can boss us about, yelled Anne in reply. <laughs> it's gone surreal, hasn't it? It's gone super surreal. It's like Anne's gone crazy. Right? <laughs> that famous sign of strength, having, yeah, a, birthmark. having a birthmark on your backside. And such a natural line. Just because you've got a birthmark on your backside, which is a sign of strength... Doesn't mean you can boss us about yelled and you imagine yelling that that line. You can imagine Don and Nova doing it, yeah. No, but also with the kind of with the kind of like the dependent clause that where you have to kind of pause <laughs> and you'll go just because you got a fu- oh, in the first one you can go just because you got a fucking birthmark on your backside, um, which is a sign of strength. Doesn't mean you can boss us about. <laughs> it's really odd. Birthmark on her bum, screamed Marcus and fell to the floor laughing. Marcus has just got. <laughs> He's got some weird, like, like laughing epilepsy. It's like, you know, instead of having an epileptic fit, he has a weird laughing fit when he gets stressed. <laughs> you had no right to say that, shouted back Jenny, uh, who was now upset. Mm-hmm. Oh, your fucking belly button sticks out! Uh-huh. Screamed Anne louder than ever. Uh-huh. Jenny tried to quark. Jenny started to cry. <laughs> that was an accident. Jenny started to cry. Uh, it says cry, that's my mistake. Quiet! bellowed Rafe, louder than all those before him. (laughs) There was a dead silence, which was suddenly broken by Marcus, who could hold back his laughter no longer. Mm. Belly button that sticks out! He laughed. (laughs) Will someone get... (laughs) Please, bash that kid's head in with a a hitting stool. (laughs) Someone get the hitting stool out of the back, bash that guy's head in and then (laughs) eat his skeleton, please. (laughs) Flying kids. Mm. Um, I'll do it, said Ohio Grand. Yeah. <laughs> Belly button that sticks out, he laughed. The bus pulled up and stopped, and Alison, accompanied by Miss Stone, got off the bus. Jenny also stormed off. Miss Stone re-entered and stared at them all. You will behave, or you won't go to Spain. Oh, they're going to Spain. Sorry, Miss Stone. Sorry, everybody, came a chorus from the back, followed by more laughter from Marcus, the insane 50-year-old man who, for some reason, was on this bus with them. Some hours later, the bus was moving again, now a faster speed. Rafe had taken them off the main motorway to bypass any more traffic jams. It was getting dark outside. I don't think we'll reach Plymouth tonight. There's still a good many miles to do, Rafe told Tom. Ah, well, we trouble that uh, Tom and Tom make it up to me. Oh, well, we can stop. <laughs> you the word wells in it. Yeah. Stop at a hotel or something for the night. Yeah. We've got a lot of money to spend. <laughs> Basically, we got that six-year-old kid's money. <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, he's got, Carlos has got loads of money. I stole it all before we came. <laughs> I also stole all his cars and changed his name. <laughs> this morning, he was called Carful. Yeah. Now he's Carlos. Right, we'll try some as soon as we hit the next town. They've just not planned it. They've just got on a bus. Yeah. They've got on a bus. They haven't bought any tickets or anything. They've just gone, let's go to Spain. And they're driving to Plymouth in the hope that bo- <laughs> boats go from Plymouth to Spain. I mean, they probably do. It's the right kind of area. Is it? Okay. Yeah, but um, but still, it just it's weird. It is weird. So the bus was quiet now. Nearly everybody had fallen asleep. Arthur, however, was wide awake. We haven't met Arthur yet. Have we? No, I don't think we've met Arthur yet. Arthur was nine and had inherited his father's looks. 
He was fat and not exactly a pretty face to look at. I think we know who this character is. <laughs> okay. Um, he was presently stuffing his face full of chocolate bars. Arthur Benchley. Yeah, his father, Gret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stuffing his face full of chocolate bars and other unhealthy items of food. Arthur had brought more suitcases than everyone else. <laughs> like it's a competition. <laughs> How many suitcases have you got? Three. How many have you got? Four. How many have you got? 57! <laughs> All full of chips, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Gret does not travel light. That other guy was, that other guy was eating a grenade earlier. That's, that's, that's <laughs> far more unhealthy, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. So, the truth was that two of them contain nothing but sweets and chocolate, mm. and the other 18 contain chips. 18? <laughs> I added that. Um, these were for the boat to Spain, and he intended to buy more when he got there. Yeah. He sat on his own because he didn't really get on very well with the others. Doesn't say he needed two seats. If he's, <laughs> if he's great at if he needs about eight, right? Yeah. Um, he sat on the roof. Yeah, yeah. He, saying, he didn't really get on very well with the others. He never did any work at all. Just oh. sat around and wasn't very nice to people. Yeah. He does sound like Greg. He does. Lazy, fat, and horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is Greg yeah. He didn't have many friends. I think you already said that. He didn't have any friends a minute ago. He didn't have many friends, but he didn't care. He had his food. That was all that mattered. The bus pulled into a hotel. He's not going to say anything. <laughs> um, the bus pulled into a hotel. That's and not what you really should do. You shouldn't pull into the hotel. Like no. Driven into the hotel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And well, Tom... Rafe's probably asleep as well. Yeah, yeah, and Tom said, we'd better go to another hotel. That's got a bus sticking out of it. <laughs> End of chapter two. Will spotty, four-eyed loser Derek win the heart of his true love, Jenny? Will Arthur share his cake with the other kids? Will Sarah get her balloons back? Find out next week on the... Was writer in the world? 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 Here. Yeah. At the end, we introduced a character called Arthur, right? Arthur, yeah, yeah. Right. Two um, suitcases full of cake, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we likened him to someone called Gret Binchleaf. Gret Binchleaf, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who is Gret Binchleaf? Well, Gret Binchleaf is the star of another show we do called Gret Binchleaf Private Eye, which is also available for free from the British Comedy Guide, Ooh. in which me and you, Howard, we write a detective story one chapter at a time. We take it in turns well, with no idea what's going to happen very next. Very good, that does. It is pretty good. And if you haven't heard it, you should listen to it now. And it's totally free, yeah? It's totally free. Unless you yeah. wanted the much extended audiobooks, which you can get from our website, manbycow.com. Hey, why don't you listen to this trailer? Now available from manbycow.com. It was hot, stupid, and rubbish, thought Greta Titi. The Gret Binchleaf Audiobook Trilogy. If you had kept your sausage in your own mash and away from my sister's egg and chips, she'd still be here, you absolute chin banana. Book one Gret Binchleaf and the Adventure of the People Turning into Books. Knocker! With over two and a half hours of unheard extras, including Gret Binchley from The Adventure of the Deadly Murderer, the definitive and absolutely true story of how Gret developed his fear of pies. In a life that featured no family and only one friend, Gret could always rely on the comforting companionship of one thing, lunch. And his foster mother, Ted Wiener, <laughs> always packed him exactly the same thing in his metal Grizzly Adams lunchbox. <laughs> 
six freshly cooked steak and kidney pies. Gret's favourite. <laughs> Book two, Gret Binchleaf and the adventure of the women getting abducted by crabs. Ten chapters lasting over seven hours. Listen, sugar ears, I haven't got time for exposition. I better be getting back to the shindig before I get the sack. And believe you's me, you don't want a sack, Gret Binchleaf. I don't fucking fit. And book three, Gret Binchleaf and the adventure of the glow-in-the-dark chickens. A 12-chapter audiobook over 13 hours long. I'm not supposed to talk to you, Henrietta called back. Father says you're a scallywag, and a roustabout, and a bellend. <laughs> What's a bellend? asked Billy. I don't know. I suppose it must be the bit you hold on to. <laughs> or the dangly bit that makes it go ding. <laughs> All three audiobooks are available now from manbycow.com.